Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Goins from the Reimagined Schools podcast, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Does the idea of stress actually stress you out? Chances are you weren't taught how to navigate stress, so you've likely been figuring it out as you go. A little meditation here, maybe some breathing exercises, but not knowing how to address the issue can add even more stress. And adults aren't the only ones that experience stress. Oftentimes, children develop adaptive coping skills to manage stress that will follow them into adulthood. These skills may or may not have a healthy long-term impact on general well-being. Whether you're an individual looking for guidance or a family seeking some support, join my friend Lynn at Connect Flow Grow as she launches her two new exciting memberships, Stressless Society and Stressless Family. Through these memberships, Lynn will help you or your family learn how stress affects your lives and healthy ways that you can combat it. To join Lynn's programs, go to my website, stephenmaletto.com, on the front page or go to stephenmaletto.com sponsors Look for the Connect Flow Grow logo and select the class you think will help you the most, either stress less society or stress less family. Get ready to get your stress under control. You know, I've had the good fortune to connect with several representatives from Kitcaster, a podcasting booking agency. They reached out to me on behalf of their clients who want to spread the word about their book, their story, their ideas, their businesses, and so much more. Kitcaster has been such a pleasure to work with, and I always enjoy working with their clients. Now, Kitcaster is an affiliate partner with Teaching Learning Leading K-12, which is really cool. And, and I got to ask you, have you been wanting to tell your story on podcasts? Podcasts are a great way to grow your personal and business brand. If you're an expert in your field, have a unique story to share or an interesting point of view, it's time to explore the world of podcasting with Kitcaster. Go to kitcaster.com slash T-L-L-K-12 or go to my webpage at stephenmaletto.com slash sponsors, click on the Kidcaster logo, and apply for a special offer for just the friends of Teaching Learning Leading K-12. Hey, welcome back. Steve here, and today I'm talking with Heather Hayes. We're focused on Gale, a Cengage business, educator support, SEL, and a very special resource called Cameron's Collection. Awesome talk today. Thanks for listening. And by the way, before you go, it'd be so cool if you went to my website, stephenmaletto.com slash reviews and left a review. Could you do that for me? Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. Hey, do you need help in becoming more effective at teaching virtual classes? Well, NVTA, the National Virtual Teaching Association, has a semester program that is college accredited and designed to help you become more successful as a virtual teacher. A few of the topics that will be focused on are establishing relationships in the virtual environment, virtual instruction best practices, differentiation in the virtual classroom, and managing virtual resources, among others. NVTA is an affiliate partner with Teaching Learning Leading K-12, and there's so much there to help you be successful in the virtual classroom. Uh, so take a look. Go to my website, stephenmaletto.com, slash sponsors, find the NVTA logo, and click on it to take you to their website. Happy learning. You are listening to Teaching, Learning, Leading K-12, a podcast for educators, helping you help kids achieve their dreams. And now here's Steve with this week's show. Heather Hayes is a senior education consultant with Gale, a Cengage business. 
Heather earned her BA in English from James Madison University and a Master of Teaching with a concentration in English from Virginia Commonwealth University. As a former English literature teacher and in her role as an education consultant, Heather has a passion for ensuring that we teach the whole child and that both the mental health and wellness and the academics of every child is fostered, nurtured, and protected, paving the way to each child's unique path to success. Gail, a Cengage business, partners with librarians and educators around the world to connect learners to essential content through user-friendly technology that enhances experiences and improves learning outcomes. For more than 65 years, Gail has collaborated with academic institutions, schools, and public libraries around the world to empower the discovery of knowledge and insights that push the boundaries of traditional research and advanced learners in all areas of life. Today, we're focused on mental health resources, especially a special resource called Cameron's Collection. Heather, thanks for joining me today, and say hi to everyone. Thank you, Stephen, and hello to everyone. I am delighted to be here. Well, glad to have you here, and let's start by talking about Gale. How can Gale help educators? Thank you for asking that. Um, with Gale, we truly give the gift of time and confidence to educators. We give the gift of time by providing at the educator's fingertips the digital solutions supporting daily instruction and research from the academics across the curriculum, from career clusters and career pathways to mental health and wellness. And additionally, in addition to supporting the student resources, we certainly support the educators through on-demand and anytime professional learning through a virtual library, as well as a teacher layer of lesson plans and activities. So it truly is the whole gamut, much like we support the whole child. Very cool. And, you know, and it's it's funny because, you know, I've I've used resources from Gale and I, I remember the name more than anything. And uh, probably been with uh, a lot of times, I think, with some of the uh, as a principal with the media specialists or um, so forth or in, even in my uh, um doctoral program, you know, different degree programs and stuff like this. I'm pretty sure that I've used some uh, resources there. What are the normal ways that educators access the resources, the Gale resources? Sure. So there are so many ways because we meet the educator and the student where they are in their work in their workflow. So they can get to the resources from their phone, from their computer, from their iPad. It's device agnostic. And what I love, it's unlimited simultaneous use from any location at any time. Because as we know, learning doesn't stop in the physical classroom, no matter where that classroom is. Very cool. And come a long way from those vertical file cabinets that, uh, you know, <laughs> just had paper yeah. clippings in them and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, yes, that uh, just definitely dates me a little bit. So. <laughs> so so you're an education consultant with Gail. Tell us what you do for Gail. With Gail, I have the pleasure of supporting and consulting with the schools in Virginia and D.C. and North Carolina. And I truly create a personal portfolio for each school, each school division by studying their mission, by studying their focus, their strategic plans. And I align our customized and curated content to support the academics across the curriculum, to support professional learning, to support career paths and mental health. And the thing that I love most is that I too learn all day long because when I partner with a school or if I partner with a content specialist or a chief academic officer, library media coordinator or specialist, it 
truly is about putting the students first and about really fostering those successful student outcomes, no matter whether or not the student is on a career path, the academic path, or a lifelong learning path. And we truly align the best content to meet immediate and long-term needs. And so it truly is the gamut of needs depending on, as shared, the immediate focus of the division of a content specialist area or of a career path. Very cool. Very cool. The, uh, you know, uh, um, one of the things that I want to talk about, because we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, when we get to Cameron's collection, it, it specifically has to do with uh, uh, mental health and uh, um, SEL and so forth. And one of the things that I want to talk about is, you know, districts seem to be putting a larger emphasis on SEL due to the pandemic. But do you think this is a topic that has always needed to be addressed? 1,000%, Stephen. I think about, we talk about supporting the whole child and our mental health is part of us. It's not a fragment. It is who we are. And so we can't just support one part of our body. We just don't decide to feed ourselves one week and then drink the next. We need to do it in unison. And so I certainly believe that it has always, and I know firsthand, it has been a dire need. I'm a former classroom teacher and I taught the students who needed a little extra love to the college prep, to the advanced placement. And Stephen, I saw every single day the invisible backpacks that they wore, where it was wearing them down with anxiety and depression and the factors that cause such. And we as teachers, we as the educate as the educators, it is our responsibility to foster support their mental health and wellness. And it truly is not only essential, but it really is a non negotiable component. We must do this for our students. And it, it, you know, it's, it's interesting because, you know, the pandemic obviously brought it to more of a forefront to people, but uh, just like you said, you know, any teacher should be able to tell you that uh, on a daily basis, there's issues that, uh, that children have to deal with. And when I say children, I'm talking about the gambit of the K through 12 and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, I mean, it, it's, just amazing uh, any number of things that could could be going on that they need some help. So it's tough. I, you know, do you think that there's actually been more interest in SEL since COVID? I mean, just as a topic itself? I certainly believe that it has heightened during COVID. I think about the students in isolation. I think about how alone they feel and how lonely they are. And I can compare it to when you run a marathon or you sprint at that moment you're going to need more water and more hydration to keep going it doesn't mean that you didn't need it all along but at that moment you need the intense hydration so i think about that with the pandemic our students need the heightened awareness as shared before that we're fighting the good fight for them and with them and they're not going to be alone that we have them very cool that's you know it's uh um you know it's interesting because uh you know one of the things i think that uh you know along the way that uh you know just we get busy with what we're doing you know one of the things i'm a big advocate of 
with classroom teachers and building administrators is that they uh, is the idea that the kids need to have at least one person in that building who really knows who they are and recognizes when, you know, they're not exactly involved the way they normally are or their you know, the eyes are red or the, the, the doldrums have hit them, whatever's going on, that somehow they would be able to um, recognize it and get them some, hey, at least, if nothing else, just a talk, <laughs> you know, hey, you all right, Steve? Can we talk a minute? What's what's going on in your world today? You seem a little uh, not the not the same as you normally are every day. What's going on, or you know something like that? And you know it's interesting because I think now more educators know what it what it you know they they have a name to talk about. So we need to take a look at social emotional learning or whatever. So um, good stuff. I you know today we're focused on mental health and a special resource that Gail has is called Cameron's Collection. Can you explain what that is? I sure can. So before I talk about what Cameron's collection is, I want to tell you who Cameron is. And I want to share with you that Cameron is a bright and beautiful 16-year-old girl who seemingly had the world at her fingertips, came from a lovely family of five siblings, appeared to have many friends. She swam competitively and was extremely good at her sport. But behind the bright smile and behind those bright eyes, she suffered very deeply and darkly with depression. And her parents got her the help she needed. And as she was continuing on her journey towards health and to manifesting her daily mental health and wellness, Cameron came to the awareness that she had depression, but depression did not have her. So she wanted to speak up for those that were battling and to help erase the stigma for those that are battling depression and anxiety. So Cameron wanted to run a 5K in her neighborhood to raise awareness and to also give back to the Virginia Treatment Center where she sought help. So all those plans were in motion, but in the meantime, one of the ways that she helped battle her depression was to set very lofty goals. And one of her goals is that she was going to run the Virginia Beach Half Marathon. She trained for it, race day, things are looking good. She and her running partner conquered that race. And around mile 11, she started to cramp up a little bit. And she turned to her running partner and said, let's finish this. So Cameron and her running partner sprinted across that finish line. And I can only imagine her saying, Mama, I did it. And at that moment, she collapsed and died. Cameron had a very rare and undiagnosed heart arrhythmia. And Cameron is my niece. And through her tragic death, there was triumph and beauty because the Cameron K. Gallagher Foundation was erected where they raise awareness and education and speak up for those who are battling. So upon this, I had an epiphany. I was like, wait a minute. I work for one of the most revered publishers in the world. We support the academics K-12 across the globe, including college and universities and career schools. We must support the mental health. There are Camerons every single day all across our globe in the classroom who are battling, and it's our responsibility to help them. So I went to the Gale leadership team, shared them Cameron's story, and told them the idea that we need to curate a collection of resources that can live on a virtual library 
that can be accessed 24 seven from whatever device, whatever location. And a student can reach into those collections that are about depression and anxiety, factors that cause such, but also ways to get help. And it's almost like a GPS or a compass of self-help tools. And there are so many other topics that are in the collection to support mental health and wellness. So the collection truly is a lifeline and GPS for the students, their parents, the educators, the school counselors, the administrators across the school division. So it was through the beautiful dream of a young, young 16-year-old girl who died way too soon, but her dream has helped millions of students across the United States through Cameron's Collection, which is the secondary mental health and wellness resource library. And then we also have the elementary resources called Cameron's Camp for Wellness. Very cool. I, I appreciate you sharing that. I did not know um, that you were related to her. So I pre- mm. yeah, even more so appreciate you sharing. The, uh, one of the, you know, how, did, how does someone access the collection? And I mean, how's it mainly used? Sure. So there's so many ways to be used to support the health and wellness curriculum in the classroom. It can be used to support the five competencies of CASEL. It can be used in the elementary classroom during community time. It can be used in all sorts of fashion to support instruction and research. But most importantly, Stephen, it is a lifeline. And the thing that I love the most is that when when a when a student is at home alone and it's 10 o'clock at night and the student is feeling depressed and is not quite sure the root of it and the student wants to understand more, knowledge is powerful, but knowledge is hopeful. And so the student can just click on the resources. It lives, it is simply a live persistent URL that's behind the icon of Cameron's collection. And it's placed on the library media pages of schools. It's placed on the school counseling pages. It's placed on the student director's pages. It's even placed on the actual website of many school divisions where with one click, they are greeted with a treasure trove of mental health and wellness support tools. You know, it's uh, one of the things that uh, when you know, someone's listening to this, this interview, one of the things that might be thinking about is, is, so what is it, what does it cost to make this part of what you do or so your students have access to it? Can you talk a little bit about that? So when it comes to the price for the resources, it all depends on student population of each school and each school division. And what's amazing though, is that the resources are a one time cost. Once a school will acquire it, they own the content forever. And the students, their parents, and the educators will have the access, unlimited, simultaneous use of these support tools. And I have seen a lot of the influx with the federal dollars being used for Cameron's collection. There are many, many dollars that are going to be allocated for mental health for 
the educational technology as well. And when those partner hand in hand, it's very powerful for the school divisions to be able to use the funds in that way. That's excellent because I know that's that's probably uh, there's there's someone there immediately going to say uh, so that's that's nice but how do we do this <laughs> right and right so appreciate you sharing that and can you tell me a real life story about how Cameron's collection was successfully used in a district oh my goodness I love this question yes yes and yes I have so many stories but I was speaking with a um, school psychology team and they were talking about how beneficial this resource is to their 504 study and their child study plans and their child study conversations with the parents because when they all meet and of course they have the best interest of the child at heart and they give parents ideas of ways to support at home the parents before they had access to Cameron's collection would feel very lost and like, okay, we've got these great ideas, but I don't know what next I need tangible. What is the, what next Cameron's collection is the, what next for them for that constant support. I've had many executive directors of school counseling share with me that through their peer, their peer facilitating program and their peer groups that they have been able to use the collection as a means of support. In Virginia, there is a 10th grade mandate for health and wellness, and lots of our schools will use this as part of that that curricular support. But also what I love is that because the students, the educators, the school counselors can go into the resource it's going to cross search the entire collection for the topic at hand. A teacher can download the content into their Google Drive or to their Microsoft, have all of the features and functionalities, highlight and take notes and say, I know Stephen in your third period that Bobby just lost his mother and I know he is grieving. I found this passage that might benefit you in the classroom. So being able to use that real life practice of best practice from the resource, the educator can highlight and take notes, send it directly to the teacher or even the student or the parent for real life help on demand. There are many, many, many stories um, I could share with you from students who will use this to and fro games on the bus. They just need some extra downtime, some support with whatever they're going on from social media to trolling to all kinds of things that they are battling, that they will go into this and just with the text to speech, have the content read to them and they can just take a deep breath. And that resource can be the oxygen for them when they feel like they can't breathe. Awesome to have resources like that, um, especially if they know how to, you know, they know how to access them. They're there for them. The, the system's providing them for them. And uh, because you never know when that's going to, the need's going to hit that uh, someone might have said, hey, you, you know, there's something you can use to help you. And, and what I want to, I'm going to use kind of what I'm saying here to say this, I, you know, it's an anonymous tool. What if the student is seeking resources surrounding more urgent topics like suicide? This is a very important question and a very important topic. I'm so glad you brought it up because we want to give the students the appropriate information for 
help with content that is authoritative embedded for them. So yes, it's absolutely anonymous because we want to protect the identity of the students. But what school divisions can do is that we teach them how to monitor the usage of each title and we teach them how to monitor the different search terms as well. So at any time, the administrator, the educator can go into the admin tools and research which topics are being used the most or which subject is being um, researched the most. And for privacy, it will not tell the child, but it will tell the school location and it will tell the amount of time on the resource. And again, it will tell the different search tools so that if it's coming from a particular school that they can be on heightened alert as well. Which is an amazing aspect of that because uh, it's, you know, that those feelings can hit someone at any time and uh, to be able to have access to a tool to help them get through it or at least recognize what they're thinking is good stuff. The, uh, you know, talk a little bit about uh, and the resource of Cameron's collection is, is uh, you know, you're already here just listening to what you're talking about, why it plays an important role. I mean, can you just talk a little bit about why it, it is a good idea for a system, you know, they're listening or someone in a, in a system like this to, to encourage their system to have, a, you know, create access to uh, Cameron's collection. Why, why is that important? Well, absolutely, because we are whole beings. We're not just going to school for the academics. We're going to school for our whole being. Our mental health is part of who we are. And mental health is a beautiful component of who we are. And there are times that our mental health can suffer for sure. And because of the suffering because of the gravity of the nature if even one child in a school division has found hope it is well worth the acquisition cost hands down that as i shared before supporting children supporting their mental health is a non-negotiable component it is why we do what we do we have a passion for successful student outcomes, no matter what path that that child chooses to take in his life. It is so important to let them know that they are worth it all, they are not alone, that we have them and we believe in them. And so when I think of my own children, I have a daughter 16, a son 12, I think about my niece Cameron, I think about every single Cameron at all the desks across America, across the globe, and no matter where that desk may be, depending on our remote or in-person learning environment, that these children need support. And I think about how we champion so many causes and to be a champion, it takes a pillage of people. And we must be that champion for the students so they can succeed in their endeavors. And as shared before, we often will tell students, you know, just take a deep breath, take a moment. And sometimes they don't even know from where the oxygen is coming. 
And it is my passion. It is my driving force. And all that I do with my role as a consultant is to be that champion for the student, be the oxygen for the student. And when we do that, it is amazing to see them shine and fly above and beyond their wildest dreams. Excellent. Thank you. The, uh, you so I got to ask, how do you, how do you go about if you're at a school system or a, um, in, in an organization that wants to access Cameron's collection or other such uh, uh, information resources, how do they go about doing that? To be able to learn more about Cameron's collection and all the social and emotional learning we have for the students and for the educators, you can simply go to gale.com slash S-E-L, and you're going to be greeted with all of Cameron's collection, Cameron's Camp for Wellness, as well as the professional learning, the social emotional learning for the educators. And also they can contact me at heather.hayes at singage.com and I will gladly steer them in the right direction. Awesome. I'll have that stuff. I'll have that, uh, those links in the show notes and uh, where they can easily find them. And that'll be good stuff there. So, so before we close, Heather, I have a couple of questions that I like to ask my guests and, uh, and let's go with this one first. Um, how do you keep going when so much is going on that you may want to quit? That's a really good question. I try really hard to emulate what I tell my own children. And that is, that all we have is now and that when we can move on to the next moment, we can celebrate, rejoice, reflect. And sometimes it's really hard to move from moment to moment, but to know we've been given the gift of now. And one of my favorite expressions from Ralph Waldo Emerson is to know that even one life has breathed easier, easier because you have lived. This is to have succeeded. So I try to use that as my focus in my personal and my professional life that I've been given the gift of this moment. And this moment speaking with you, Stephen, has been a beautiful one. And I look forward to the next. Awesome. Very cool. And last question. So Heather, do you have a teacher in your past who made a difference in your life? If so, who was it? And what would you say if given the chance to say, thank you? I think that a teacher can be any person from whom you've learned. And of course, I've had some amazing teachers in my academic career. But I think about when I was in high school in Richmond, Virginia, at St. Gertrude High School, I was involved in a group called SPAP. And SPAP is Spreading Positive Attitudes Among Peers. And my facilitator of SPAP, Beverly Walters, was such an amazing teacher and leader where she taught me the importance of showing up for people, being present, standing up for your convictions, having an open mind, learning from others that have a difference of opinion than you, respecting that opinion and growing from it, and being able to be there for one another. So I wanted to thank 
Beverly Walters for those components. Very nice, very nice. That's cool. Heather, thanks so much for talking with us today. Gail has an ama has amazing resources, and Cameron's collection is so needed at all times, but I think definitely now. Uh, wishing you well and all the best you do. Thank you. Thank you. Boone Titanium Rings, found on the web at boonrings.com, is an affiliate partner of Teaching Learning Leading K-12. And I'm also a customer. I have this really cool ring that's got these carved pistons and, and stars in it. I love it. They make rings of titanium that are carved, laser cut, and engraved, as well as they have inlays of many types of materials like meteorite, acrylic, wood, carbon fiber, and so many other types. They also have special collections that are incredible designs. One of the top sellers are the Gamer Rings, the Stealth Series, and the Black Zirconium. As a note, they also make earrings, pendants, cufflinks, and for you musicians, they make cool trumpet mouthpieces. Love it. Go to boonrings.com and at checkout, use my code. Capital T, capital L, capital L, capital K, number 12, and you'll get 10% off your purchase. So go check them out. I love my ring, and I know that you will love yours. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is excited to be a member of Voice Ed Radio. Voice Ed Radio, your voice is right here. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. <laughs> The opinions expressed on Teaching Learning Leading K-12 are those of the guests and hosts. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is intended to share ideas, advice, and suggestions for classroom teachers and school administrators. Teaching Learning Leading K-12 is produced for educational purposes. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll share it with your friends.